Welcome to the J&J Connection Podcast. I'm Jesse. And I'm Jordan. Today, we will be talking about a sort of homecoming and... <laughs> a whole bunch... Uh, uh, a whole bunch of other stuff. Unsanctioned Uber facts. Wonderful. <laughs> sure thing. Fact of the day. Bill Murray doesn't have a casting agent because he doesn't like them. You actually have to reach him by using a 1-800 number that he rarely ever checks. Buddy. I think Bill Murray is overrated. As an actor? Well, okay, so that's part of it. I, I, I think he's a perfectly fine actor. I think he's funny. But... He's one of those actors where, like, people universally love him, and I'm not exactly sure why. Is it just because he's funny? I think it's the stuff he does outside, too. Like, crashes weddings and just shows up at random bars or parties and stuff. I could definitely be wrong, but I feel like there's also plenty of stuff out there where he's, like, not being so awesome to people. And like that's just not being shown. <laughs> well, not not that it's just not being shown. It's like it doesn't it doesn't affect his character out, as people perceive him. Right. I again, I, I I'm not going to bring up any proof because uh, I don't care all that much. But I mean, how would you feel if Bill Murray just showed up to your wedding and just took all the attention away from you? I'd be a, I'd, I'd be, be pretty a, upset. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, fair I, I'd, I'd be like, you know what? It's this kind of cool. But at the same time, it's like, you weren't invited, man. Right. I mean, it'd be different if, like, the Queen of England sometimes, like, or at least one time crashed a wedding. I wouldn't like That'd her be... being there. I'd, I'd rather Bill Murray. He's, but he's an actor, though. She, so he... she, she is the divinely appointed Queen of England. She didn't do anything. She was divinely appointed. By God. The Queen of England? Yeah. That's how monarchies work. At least in... That's how European monarchies work. It just went down by family, didn't it? Yes. The family line is appointed by God. So, the thing... Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) The thing about monarchies in England is the thing that gave you authority to rule over people is you were chosen by God. And so that's how monarchies... That's how they function. That's why they had to adhere to the principles of the church and... You know, it gave them it gave them a right to rule. Like, think about North Korea today. Kim Jong Un, Kim Jong Un isn't just the guy who rules things. He is like God. Is and he dead? Kim Jong Un is, is he alive? Yeah, he's there alive. was a thing going on. He's, he's alive. Today. He's alive. Yeah. I yeah, I know what you're talking about. He's alive. Still, I would rather have Bill Murray there. Rather have Bill Murray than the Queen of England. Yeah, uh, having the Queen of England—that's too much pressure. If she's there, I you, think you she, gotta up your game. I see. I, I I take the. I think she's the one who brings the Bring. party. She brings the party, and you don't have to worry about it past that. I mean, if she were to come out on the dance floor and just start doing the stanky leg, I'd be like, you she's know like what? Ninety though. <laughs> I'm the, but I'm still. If she did, did the stanky leg or something on the dance That'd floor, be great. I'd be like, all right, she's cool. She's That'd chill. Be great. Buddy. Buddy. <laughs> Finally. Finally. <laughs> You'd be done with the fact of the day. How was your day? Oh, buddy. I got some sun. Nice. 
I was walking. Walking. I played 18 whole... What? Holes. Golf? Of golf. No way. Buddy. Me too. Buddy. Right on. Buddy. High five. High five. That's right. We're live and in person, everybody. And obviously not socially distanced. Yeah, well, nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, we are not. We drove in the same car and all, all that good stuff. Yeah, uh, this is this is a first. A 20th episode special. Wow. Yeah. Finally, we actually did something. Not on purpose. No. <laughs> yes. Not like we, pl- we planned this one out. But um, it just happened to fall on this day. If we had more followers, this could be a live stream also. So yeah, <laughs> get the word out. Yeah, get the word out, people. <laughs> you should. Well, uh, we are in the power shack. The power shack. If you guys remember from our fit, our fitness journey episode, we talked about lifting in here, and we are currently sitting inside. That's why. Powers. That's that's why you're getting the echo noise, but. This is our ideal setup, and you'll see a picture on Instagram. And it's magical. It's what everyone wanted it to be. Exactly. On short notice. On short notice, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Our so I, I'm going to go through our original plan. Our original plan was to record this on the golf course, but <laughs> there was no way that was going to work. I am not very good at golf. I haven't golfed since my honeymoon. I've only hit 18 poles t- twice, including my honeymoon. I'm pretty sure. No, no not my not honeymoon. Your honeymoon. Sorry, bachelor party. Sorry. No, we did after that. Did we? We, Eight, we did one time. 18 holes? Not 18. No. Okay. okay, so it's been... I thought we golfed between then, but it's been a, like at least a year since I've yeah. been on course. So, we were rushed. There were people. We weren't like rushed. They were being nice, but we, it, we had things to do. It was... So. Yeah, it was far more packed than... Either of us had anticipated. Everywhere just went uh, green, and Pennsylvania, yeah, and PA. So we weren't really ex- expecting. It. Along with it being colder out and raining this morning, didn't expect everyone to be there. But it is what it is. We golfed our best golf we could. Not bad. Not bad. I, I, I shot a one o five on all eighteen. It was one o eight. One o eight. Close. Close game. Uh. I was thinking that this could be, or like golfing should have been like a, um, it should have been taught to us mandatory because. It was taught to me. But that was a voluntary. That's I'm true. saying mandatory. You remember we had FBLA, which was Future Business Leaders of America. Golfing should be a mandatory skill in that because. Everyone um, knows the stereotype when you're going to golf with your boss. If I'm shooting 108, I don't know. See, I don't know. Who is this guy? I don't know if that's okay. Like that does not seem okay to me. <laughs> the, the way the way I see it is, as long as you're having fun on the course and making fun of yourself, it, if you can, ma- if you're out there with a, like a business guy and you're able to make him laugh. And you're staying calm. I think he'd be okay with that because golf is not. It's more of a mental game than it is anything else because it's all on you. 
Is that what you're going to tell your boss whenever you're trailing 30 points? Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm like, listen, man, this is a mental game. I'm not, yeah, yeah. I'm not facing you, I'm facing me. <laughs> I, I got so many demons. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, no, but we uh, did that. We didn't lose many balls, which was surprising. Some of them just kind of went missing. Yeah. Like, we didn't hit them bad. They're just, I mean, we don't have to go into it, but it was a surprisingly good day. But, like you said, with it man- being mandatory, I wanted to say, instead of learning archery in elementary school. And that can't be, that's not a, that's not a, that can't be a countrywide thing. No. Archery has to be a very specific thing, I feel like, for, for us. Yeah. But I still think it should have been a, place of, go- of a golf or like even just like a par three or like a driving Fair. range in the back there was plenty of room where we went to school for a driving range it was yeah anyway buddy you're home i made it you made it five yeah. hours five hour drive five hour tour <laughs> <laughs> all right uh yeah it was the drive. Um, listened to some podcasts. I thought I had some inspiration. I did. I, I lost it, and so the script <laughs> here is reflecting that. Um, but why? Why are you here? Why am I here? Why okay. Home? Why are you home? My life, as I knew it, is ending. <laughs> so, I, well, I was thinking about this just before we started. We're in the power shack. Yes. The power shack was very crowded whenever yes. we worked out in here. It is nearly completely empty. Right. The reason for that is my second childhood home mm-hmm. is now being sold. And, you know, I, I forgot how this question started. I asked or why if you, it was a question. I asked why you're here. Ah, yes. Okay. <laughs> and so, so this stuff needs to be moved. Um, my brother bought a house, so I need to move into his first house. Um, so I need to help him move in. Uh, the problem was the house this the house that I'm in now, or the house we are physically in right now, <clears throat> um, is being was being sold, but then the, the buyer backed out, and so now we're trying to sell it through other means because everything's already out of the house, and it's not like we wanted to stay here forever. Or whoever lived here wanted to stay forever. Obviously, I'm not here. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, so I came here. I had planned to come here to move, but those plans fell through. And not to say I had nothing to do in case my advisor hears this. <laughs> but um, I had made the plan to go, and I wanted to see my family also. And so this seemed like a half-decent opportunity. I sort of hit a... Minor abbreviate, minor punctuation in the work that I was doing in that we have submitted a paper for publish, and so hopefully that'll be going through in the next month. And it seemed like a good time to go, and so uh, I went, and so here we are. And here you are. Yeah, and so we are in the power shack. It is not, however, the magic, maybe the magic hasn't left the power shack. The things that we thought were magic have left the power shack, but really the magic was the friends we made along the way. Everyone who entered it. <laughs> Everybody who entered. No, I was kind of looking to 
get get a little pump on mid podcast just to keep the uh, the motivation motivation flowing through. Speaking of motivation, <clears throat> perfect, perfect segue, buddy. Motivation. You already kind of explained your motivation to come up here, which was to see your family originally do other work, but see your family. You saw an opportunity, this and that. But now we're gonna get deeper. Did you forget what I told you? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. Who knows? Um, Anyway, crap. So I, I I pitched this as an idea because I had just I had a premonition of a thought of a podcast idea about inspiration because of what I was listening to. I was listening to the latest released episode of This American Life, which you should listen to because it's good. But, um... No, it sort of made me think about... um, I don't want to get into it because I couldn't possibly repeat what they're going through verbatim. But, um... It made me think a lot about what inspires people to do things. Like, just things generally. And the reason I thought about it is because... I'm listening to this podcast, and this American Life is just a treasure, and you should listen to it after you listen to the J&J podcast. And share it with your friends. And share it with your friends. But, um... uh, (laughs) Easy plug. Um, but it's... They have a very cool way of looking at things... So it's it's almost journal journalistic in that they try to cover both sides and they make you really think about what's going on. Like the journalism is they tell you what's going on from both sides. Great. But the story of it is you're going through one person's side and you're all you're with them 100% of the way. And one of the examples of this is this woman who goes out looking for people who are missing and um she is looking for these people but then she finds the person who made her made this one person go missing as in killed her mm-hmm. and um you start to sympathize with her and the people around or the, the people who have killed her and you start to be sympathetic toward them because like he didn't have to come forward and he a lot of other things and he was showing he was a stand-up person by at least taking some responsibility for this but then the other side of the story, which they go in, like in the last 15 minutes was, they tell it from the prosecutor's uh, uh, frame. And uh, she's talking about the man who was showing grace and whatever by helping to solve this case. And she was like, no, he's a pathological liar. He's been a liar. He's a convict. And uh, he manipulated me into giving him a lighter sen- sentence. And now we're here 10 years later. And now he's committing another crime. So show you to show you how that how that all worked out and it's a it like to me and this all just a frame around it would never occur to me to put a story in that kind of way mm-hmm. it would just i don't get inspired to tell a story that way and listen for the listen, shock ending not not the shock ending even just <clears throat> um I, if, that sounds like a news story to me. That yeah. just sounds like you get that information, okay, move on. But to to see that story and then say, I that I want to tell that story 
in a way that makes people connect or even just wanting to tell the story. Because mm -hmm. the reason I thought of it is I think to myself, I could never do something like that. And I mean, the truth is I can't. I don't see stuff like that in front of me and say, I want to go and make that art. I want to go and tell about this thing. And the contrast for me was like think about topics for the podcast, obviously, but like you, you make art, you're inspired somehow. Mm -hmm. And it, it, um, I get inspired in certain ways when it comes to like, maybe inspired isn't even the right word, just animated about different things. But inspired's nothing I really tap into a lot. So. So you're asking how do people get inspired? Sure. Or yeah. other ways? Um, oh, I'm showing on an ice cube. This is a bad time to do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I guess like for my for my art, uh, at least for what I whenever I'm drawing or painting or creating a design or something for somebody, I um. It's not so much like if, if it's a job that I got commissioned to do, then I'm it's not so much inspiration like I'm inspired to make this thing unless the motivation is just I'm getting paid mm. and I want to make it look as good as possible and I want to make it look better than anybody else's stuff. So I'll do that and I'll always try to outdo myself. I'll look at what I did before. And I guess that's where the inspira inspiration part would come from is I want to do better than what I did. And I don't know that something like that, that just, that comes from pride. I would say, does that make sense? Yeah. I'd say that would be a pride inspiration just cause you want to be better than you were the, uh, the other day. And I don't know for art. It's, I haven't been very motivated recently with my art and I don't know if that's just the climate of the world how everything seems down so I don't feel inspired to make anything where well, I, I have been thinking of making making a, a piece but it's weird because the thing, thing I've been thinking about making I don't know what it is yet but I feel like it's going to be cent centered around anger if that because of that's how the world is, so maybe maybe that's how I how I make my art. It depends on how I feel on how the world is. I mean, sometimes some of my art is chaotic. Sometimes it's not. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Well, for me, it's just you know you go you go and you physically and you do art. You make art after. You know, you, you eventually take enough of the world in and you say, I want to make this art piece, and then out it comes. Uh, but, uh, I, I, yeah, I just don't, I, I don't see me, myself as an intensely creative person. And while I understand the emotion. Well, that personality test. Yeah. If well, you haven't listened to that podcast yet, you can find out why he's not a creative person. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. So I'm not a creative person, and I am usually reserved about those sorts of things. And maybe it's just a product of not expressing that inspiration in a, in a certain medium. But it, 
it all maybe this one's my robot like tendencies that like i just feeding in enough emotion for me doesn't necessitate an output of art or um speech or something like i i don't see things in the world I don't see things in the world and feel the need to express it in the forms of art. Maybe in the terms, and maybe in the form of ideas. Well, which is, you know, that maybe that's just a different expression of it. Well, you you did do a lot of journaling before, right? Yeah. So, and I, I tried that. I couldn't do. I couldn't do that. And so, making the art was a way for me to express myself. And the journaling for you is kind of how you expressed yourself. I guess that's fair. Yeah. So I guess that's it. Would, that was an effort to try to understand my own thoughts, mostly. And I guess that's I, kind of what the art is. It's like visual visualizing, more so visualizing your emotion, and just putting it into a creative outlet somehow. Yeah, I see you checking, <laughs> checking the topics. Like, all right, well, now we have we have physical notes. And I've, I just thought to myself, so I I ought to looked at them. And the first one is Jordan's time home, and I wanted to reflect on what it was like being at home. We completely skipped that. We oh, motivation and inspiration. We can, we can let's go back. We can go back. That's right. You started this. What? You went straight into motivation. I did. I thought we were done. <laughs> <laughs> You are done talking about it. So I'm home, back. everybody. Moving on. But, uh, Moving on. Transition next? music. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So, that was... I don't know. That's just a thought I had on the drive home. So, uh, is there anything you want to say to wrap that up before we move on, I guess? I, mean, I, I, had, so I, I had more thoughts... On yeah, motivation and I, I inspiration. Don't to, I don't want to break you off here, but no, we, but I'm I'm fine because I know exactly where I want to go with it. So okay. if you want to go back to no, 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 good. Okay, just keep the train of thought. I was just gonna go back to um, lifting now because specifically powerlifting because it's something that stuck stuck with me for a while, and it was when we we first started getting into it. And how everyone would, like, everyone, your brother was lifting real heavy, you were lifting real heavy. And how you, you once said, when you have, like, a one set goal, I think we are talking about some people on Instagram or something that I saw that were just, like, insane. Like, how do you get to that point? And you said, when you have, like, one goal and that's all you live for, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, like, what what kind of um, what do you what do you think goes on in the the heads of people like that? I mean, from what I've heard, it's an extremely diverse set of things that lead you to do those sorts of things. Uh, so, number one for me has to be aptitude. If you're no good at something, it doesn't. You usually, if you're no good at something, you usually don't try too hard to get better at it. Mm-hmm. And so maybe just as a as a example illustration of how that works, you're good at art. I'm not. I'm good at writing. 
Good good was the word that was supposed to be in quotations. Um, um, So maybe that's just how that worked out. But it's also far better if any video game. I'm really good. Any video game we've ever played, you've been better at. I don't understand how, but I feel like there has to be an exception there. Uh, I so yeah so I was I was good at lifting. I was good at sports, so I did sports. I. Uh, and I, in retrospect, I would derive a lot of inspiration from sports things. Like mm-hmm. it's still sports in my life. I still want to pursue, even though I am definitely not pursuing it right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, so aptitude definitely. But um, really, past that, I don't know. The, the reasons I've heard are pretty diverse, uh, and the one that I can think of right now is. There's this guy who just like he thought, and I, I don't I don't think he was being a huge uh, ego, just inflated ego about it. But he was talking, and this was powerlifting. He was like, "Look, I'm really good at lifting, and I don't even particularly enjoy it. But I think like that is what God put me on this earth to do, and that is my mission to speak through." my craft in order to glorify God and so that is what I will do and uh, but sure like if he if he has a strong inclination if that's what he thinks okay like I I don't know I can't tell him he's wrong Mm -hmm. but um, like and as a source of motivation that's a pretty that's a pretty that's uh, a good one that's a (laughs) Yeah, good luck. Good luck convincing him otherwise. And right. so, um, yeah. I mean, what inspires you to do things like that? It could be a whole host of things. And honestly, like that, I think is good. I think, I think, I perhaps it's unhealth. I, I, I don't know. I haven't thought about it too much. But that to me sounds like a at least noble sort of pursuit. Yeah. But then again. Your inspiration can be complete, completely uh, uh, f- for lack of a better word, evil. I don't know. Like right. you, you could just be uh, wanting to go after it because of ego or money or anything like that. <coughs> President, uh, what? <laughs> uh, I mean. Uh, Yes. Well, and the other fact of it is, though, is it's multiple sources of inspiration. It's hard. It, I wouldn't say you can even narrow it down to one because, speaking of politics, maybe cough. Um, <laughs> you don't run for president unless you're not a narcissist. Like that is just the fact of the matter. Like right. Obama might be a completely charitable person, but he thinks he's better than everybody else in the country to lead. Mm-hmm. And. <laughs> that is like that's the definition of narcissism. I, I, but not again. He's I like him. He's very <clears throat> he's very he's better uh, than certain people. Forth- he's better than certain people. <laughs> um, he's very forthright, and but he has his shortcomings, just like all people. And one of it, one of his, I believe, was thinking that. Um, 
I don't want to go into the psychological profile, but like he's <laughs> it just like people who run for president are narcissists. They mm. want attention and they think they can do good to all the people in the world through government action, which is kind of messed up because you think you are better than people enough so that you have their intentions in mind. And, and this is especially a big thing, at least for like left-leaning people is you're trying to talk to these people as if you know what their best interest is. And that if you, if you just listen to me, I will make your life better. And uh, there's, you have to have a, a certain ignorance of the other side to think that way. Right. Well, you... This, this, and, I, and I completely understand pursuing that with... If I think I know what's better for you, and, like, if you believe that, uh, I, I don't know what to say. Like, if, if you believe that, but you're wrong, you're wrong. But who's going to tell you different, and who's going to convince you otherwise? Right. So, I want to... I was going to segue into our next topic, but before we get into that, because that's kind of our going to be our ending topic and one that might take uh, a big, a larger chunk of time, let's jump back up. <laughs> We're jumping all around here. Let's jump back up to what you want to say about you being home. Oh, God. Before getting to the final piece. <clears throat> No, take your time. Why are we so coughing? I don't know. Probably uh, because we're in a, we're in I, a shack that was probably, dust, uh, sweeped out. We made we actually we made this by hand. What, I guess by hand, whatever. But this we were in a shack. It was constructed completely by people. Uh, you guys by me, ju- me and my two brothers, and my oldest brother's friends. That let's like that's the entire workforce who made this, and and uh, the I guy and the guy where this. you work with the, the son of the owner of the company you work for did the roof. Oh no way! Yeah. <laughs> but, and neighbors and things like that. So I I was gonna make an asbestos joke that we're all that's why we're dying. That's but, we're, uh, we're slowly dying inside here. I know that's not true, but um, there's another uh, horn's nest over there. <laughs> Um, so time's home's been great. How, how do we? <laughs> oh God! How, no, how, you wanted to. Re- how do we start on this? You wanted so you just wanted to reflect on your time here. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Um, I I always have this tension in my life. Caused mainly by the fact that I know I am turning into a 100% pure-blooded yuppie. So, describe what a a pure-blooded yuppie is. So, a yuppie is uh, a stereotypical upper-middle-class white person who has a... Are we upper-middle-class? That's... Hold on. Okay. Hold on. I'm yep. there. So <laughs> I, since moving, I have been in a lot nicer houses, a lot. Um, I, do I? I don't want to say better neighborhoods. I, I've been in a lot more 
neighborhoods you'd expect to see in a 1960s movie mm-hmm. or a 19 like leave it to beaver kind of never saw that but okay. okay black and white <laughs> 1960s picket fences um neighbors that you know howdy neighbor. Uh, yeah howdy uh, uh, whatever but um and if i don't see a good morning good evening and good night <laughs> yeah. but but it's this you know it's the stereotypical suburban living um thing you know you live in a two-story house and you got a dog and you that's obviously a golden retriever and you got a small (laughs) yard that's fenced in and things like that and you know like i there's a i i grew up knowing why i didn't like yuppies because again we so we weren't upper middle class we were lower middle class maybe like yeah yes i think squarely lower middle class i reflecting upon my time there's no way I could classify myself as poor. But, um, mm-hmm. um, so lower middle class. And, you know, you laugh at the people who are like, oh, everything needs to be so proper. And for, for God's sake, we worked at a tent company. These tents cost $10,000 a session to rent sometime, in some cases. Sometimes more. Sometimes more. And it's like, but you're not setting this up in your neighbor's house. You're not setting no. this, you're not, nobody I, um, would put in the same uh, economic class is ordering these kinds of tents. It's people who live in the nice neighborhoods. It's uh, uh, Upper St. Clair, which is the, you know, it's the nice neighborhood in around Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. And it's these multi-hundred-thousand-dollar houses. And and I, I say the house I'm moving out of, obviously I referenced that early. It's a trailer. I live in a trailer park. Uh, we're selling it for $5,000. If anybody wants it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put it out there. Um, get your calls in now. Uh, but, um, and again, I have nothing, I have no problem. In fact, I think, I, I don't think that is a more wholesome way to live as if it somehow empowers me against people who live upper middle class lifestyles. But like, you know, you point and laugh at those people. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, you, you're afraid to spit on the ground or own a pickup truck and put wood in the, wood in the back. <laughs> put, put, let me put my gloves on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I bet your your wrestling team doesn't even chew or whatever. <laughs> doesn't but, even chew. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I see myself transitioning, transitioning very much into that lifestyle. Um, no, you're based chewing on ice. the piece. Yeah, no, I'm chewing on ice. Habit. Um, but, like, I go to a church there it's 99% white people and they all have multi hundred thousand dollar houses in a neighborhood that people who aren't in the upper middle class just don't get to go to Mm -hmm. and unless they really have a reason to be there and so um, you know and I'm seeing myself transition and I have a longing for the simple life back Whenever I come here, but I, I, I don't want to dominate this either. <laughs> you're, you're free to cut me off ever. Uh, you're, uh, you're fine. But um, uh, but then I get here and I realize that th- I I am starting to have less in common with these people, despite having that foundation of an experience, and it. It occurs to me that 
I understand why people don't live this way and I can't, I, I can no longer disagree with them to the extent that I don't know if I want to go back. And I really, right. and that's, I, I, I don't want to bash on it because I have a lot of, for, I have a in, inexplicable attachment. I, so I, want to, I want to coach football at the high school I went to. Like, that would be my dream. But I know I, thinking about moving back here does not, thinking about the so practical So it's the effects, area. It's, it's more so you don't want to live in this kind of area or you just want, you just want a, a nicer house to live in. I even, and you want the picket fence and stuff like that. So it's not even that I want the picket fence. I want, to, I want to have a lot of land. I grew up on 40 acres. I want to have that again. I want to have all of the... You guys had 40 acres? Yeah, we had like 36 acres. What the crap? We hunted on our property. That's another. I, I, I remember coming there all the time. I don't remember. I didn't know it was we never did the woods. We never went in the woods. That's a shame. Yeah, but uh, I no, I want that, and I have a I have a real nostalgia for this lifestyle. But coming here and looking back on it with new eyes, it's it's a depressed area. Mm-hmm. The only work in town is. Uh, Oil, oil refinery now. Um, there's a lot of dilapidated houses. Like, these are things you don't notice as a kid. Like, as a kid, you're just like, oh, yeah, that's the house with seven cars in the front yard and none of them run. And you, <laughs> and you just know that. And you see it and you're like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. But coming back here, you're like, I don't see many houses in Alexandria with seven cars in the front yard. None of them run. Right. So, so it more so is the area that you you don't want to live. You you want like you said you want it's a, a conf- lot of it's a conflict. It's a conflict <laughs> in my mind. Like I and that's that's sort of why I wanted to reflect on it because it's like right. I I have and maybe it's all just nostalgia. Maybe it's just all just nostalgia. And I I want to teach football at the thing I was at because my name is on things mm-hmm. on, in that school because I did good. I did things that were good and. Uh, the school recognize them, and maybe that's why I want to go back. But um, uh, it's there's not a lot of opportunity out here. Not a lot of opportunity, and not only that, people think in genuinely different ways. And I'm not here to convince everyone that they're wrong. And I'm I'm, I'm a huge uh, advocate for thinking the way you want to think, but uh, the I don't know. It's not. People around here have different attitudes about things, and I just don't share those attitudes anymore. Yeah. And I don't think it's just political. I think it's it, because for me, everything is filtered through the lens of politics, just because that's what I'm steeped in. But um, I don't think that's all. I don't think that's all it. I think it's live like just lifestyle choices, like right. thinking of what my experiences were like. As far as what I considered masculine growing up is just you were pushed by your coaches to, you know, get the girls and do whatever. Your coach <laughs> pushed you to get the girls? Yeah. I didn't know. No, I, it's like a... How come my musical teacher never did that? <laughs> well, I mean, just like... You know, so you have you ever watched the movie Saturday Night Lights, Friday Night Lights, whatever that movie is called? 
It's a day in the nightlights. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> no, I actually don't think I have. It's like you know, it's like it's a football movie. It's yeah. a football high school football movie. Yeah, where it's like you have that lifestyle, and then you get the girls, and then you have heartfelt moments with your dad, and then you um, win the state, and then you right, yeah, yeah whatever. And but. Uh, I think things like that really play into the mind of people of small towns mm-hmm. who have football teams. And they say, I want to do that. I want to get the girl. I want to make my dad proud. I want to... Which is all great things. Right. Like, none of it, none of it is bad, but there are bad aspects to it. I, I can't say... Those things aren't bad. Right. right. They glorify... Well, some of the things even they glorify are bad, but it—that's it, not all there is to life. Is my right, point. and I'm getting to a point where I'm starting to see what is important in life, and it's not only that the things I find important in life aren't emphasized around here; it's that they're actively denied. Right, as in like, well, just take the. Black my Black Lives Matters movement. Right. That there's a lot be... of there's a lot. I, 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 you know, this is just stream of consciousness kind of thing. I really, really, really don't want to get into it now. But this strikes me as the area that stands with blue. Yeah. No, and I don't. I don't no, think. Um... And there are plenty of areas that stand against blue that I also disagree with. That not no that that's still being said. Not everybody is that way here. No. 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 Yes. I, but I but the, but the majority is right, and that's it's <clears throat> it's easy to see. Like, you know how you can just kind of tell by looking at someone, or right. have have like an inkling, an inkling. Right. Yeah. Have like okay, they're they're one of these kind of people. That's what you get when you're here, and I, I can I can sympathize with you because I don't I don't I'm pretty tired of being here too. Because of that, I feel like I mean I haven't even I haven't even gone out of here. Like I've you know I've come down to where you where you live, and I've gone up to Cleveland a couple times, and I've seen all like how those areas are, and I'm like I want to give that that a try. I don't want to be here forever. I'd like to live in a I don't this might sound bad, but like a more educated area. I'd like to live in a more educated area because I feel like I'm I mean, more educated than people around here. Yeah. Well, it, it's and that's the other thing. It's hard to it's hard to talk about these things without stigmatizing the people you're talking about. Right. But I, I and I don't have an answer for that either. Like I'm really sorry for whoever this offends, and I'm and I'm again. These are honestly these are some of the nicest people that you ever meet. Some of the most accommodating, and that's one of the things. Right, I'm, they're not. It's not like they're bad people. That's one of the, like, like that's the thing I love about this. You go to somebody's. I used to just walk over to my neighbor's house and say, "Yo, dude, come outside. I want to play war or whatever. Mm-hmm. I want to shoot fake guns at you." Right. And like, would kids even do that now? Do I think f- around here they around like, here. I, yeah. <clears throat> driving around, I just I see uh, five, six, seven year old kids just. Walking up and down dirt roads, and it's like, if you're doing that in Alexandria, you get the police call called on you. Right. 
that's the that's the only downside to that I'd say. Is like you you'd you'd be suspicious <clears throat> if you're walking like in a crowded area or a small t- like not a a bigger small town. Mm-hmm. If you're just what like, that has more expensive stuff outside, if you're just walking around, people are gonna be like, "What's this? What's this person doing?" If you're not like wearing running clothes or you know. Yeah. But here it's like it's normal, right? Well, I mean, around, it's, ride your ride your quad around. It's the same. It's a it's the same side of the it's a two different sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. It's you know you're hearing all these stories now of uh, people who don't look like where they should being places they don't want to be. That goes for that can apply to a wide range of places. That can be the rich place. You know, you see some hoodlum looking kid walking around the rich place. You're gonna get you're gonna get in trouble. Right. And uh, we've uh, we had we've seen plenty of the yeah. other side of it as well. I don't feel the need to go into it. Right. But um, I, I this is a conflict of my mind. I don't I I I can't emphasize that enough. And. I still, I still, I see the um, what what I live amongst now, and I say, oh, white people. <laughs> like I have that thought on multiple occasions. But then you know, going back here, it's you know how many how many people am I? How many people we're having this conversation whenever we walked into a giant eagle? What am I going to say to somebody whenever they tell me that I shouldn't be wearing a mask? Right, like me today, like right before I got here, I uh, stopped at a little store in our town, and I wore my mask in there, and the um, the clerk, she wasn't wearing her mask, and she had her daughter in there too, but it was only us in the store, and I was wearing mine, and she said, oh, you don't have to, you don't have to wear that mask in here, I was like, no, I'm good, and I ended up scaring her little girl, which made me so sad. <laughs> She she kept backing up and she kept telling him like no he's only wearing the mask because of the coronavirus and I was like I'm so sorry I'm not a bad person mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah that's I want to give you room to talk here also like oh, please well, please expand upon it because I I, I dominated ex- expand this. upon what though because I feel like you explained it well you explained it well enough I was gonna say I was gonna transition actually if you're ready. Like you're you're becoming an adult. You're realizing all these things. You're becoming an adult. An adult. <laughs> Fair we, enough. Here we go. Perfect. Perfect segue. Transition music. I'm I'm pretty good at these. <laughs> um, no, We're pri- so priming you for um, whenever we start doing ads. Once we get eighty more listeners. Yeah, eight or ten more. I'm fine. I don't care. We need to start running ads. <laughs> um, I don't need one. Anyway. Uh, no, become we're becoming an adult. Adults, we're realizing what what we want, what we don't want in our lives. Like I don't, I don't want to live in this area. I don't see it's a, it's a conflict because at the same time it's like you don't want to move away super far away from your family. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I I need to move far away for a time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then come, maybe come back closer. It's, it's for well for one thing, it's being able to find a job, a stable job farther away from everyone, and then being able to transition back. But with that being said, for a job, I don't. Really, and this is going to transfer tran, transition into jobs as an adult. That's a lot of transitions. Yeah, I know. You you go with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. We're we're calling this on the fly. So like, my like. My dream job is to work for myself. 
like for one, I'd like to be doing this podcast. I would like to, I would like to own a gym, which I you went down a gym, didn't you? I still do. Yeah, but that's one of that's one of my own, lifetime goals. Yeah, that, we could not own, my bucket list. We could own a gym. <laughs> we could call it the J and J Connection Gym. That's, that'd be great. We'll call it the power. Well, I'm sure the Power Shack is actually already taken somewhere. Oh, how come? They probably don't have it copyrighted. Yeah, the, the, what do you call the J&J Power Shack? Anyway, I, I want to work for myself, and... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hold on. I, I had an idea in my head. I don't know how to get there, though. If you have something you want to say, go ahead and say it now. Um, I, I mean, I pretty much laid it all out before. Uh, I'm conflicted on these things. Um, becoming an adult is... Weird. I sort of put it down on the list because, you know, again, I'm moving out of my second childhood home. I have no more childhood homes to move back to. <laughs> A single tier. This, uh, so this, well, I remember what I, where I wanted to go. Because you said this area, it, they, you um, your coaches push you to do certain things, like the Friday Night Lights stuff you said earlier. Yeah. But like, like following what you really want to do, like your dreams, and we were talking about inspiration and motivation, and, and doing what you're good at. So something that I've that's really been sticking in my mind recently, and this is going to sound a little silly, but I really want to go to wrestling school, like, like, like pro wrestling school, professional professional like, wrestling. Yeah, like not like Olympic, like WWE. Like okay, yeah, I wouldn't want to work for them. But, well, I, maybe I shouldn't put, say that. Vince McMahon, if you're listening. <laughs> but, you know, it's just like, you live this one life, and you should probably do what you really want to do. You know? Mm-hmm. Give it a shot. Even if, even if it's just a one-time thing, like, go there, do it. All right, cool, I did that. Anyway, that's kind of besides the point. I want to work for myself. Yeah. And I feel like that'd be a fun way because I feel like I'm good at it. I feel like I'm good at it and I haven't even done it. I mean, I've wrestled with my brothers and I've watched a lot of it. And I, my hope is one day we can get a certain guest on here that we can really dive in about pro wrestling. And I'm just going to gush over, over it, so... I'll save that for then. But anyway, being an adult, what what is your uh, ultimate life life setting? So this ultimate kind of ultimate life setting. So it, it kind of ties back into being being home. Like, do you want to be back here when it's all like when it's all said and done? When you have your like your your final base job, you you have kids at this point. Not to, not to do this, but also to completely do this. I want to tie back to motivation. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Transition. <laughs> Stop it. Um, no, I, I was having a conversation with my brother yesterday, and it's sort of, for me, a lot of it is, I'm huge on not, I don't know if I've talked about it, maybe I'm not huge on it if I haven't talked about it a whole lot, but um motivations are something that you really need to pay attention to if you want to be happy in your life um mainly 
I think of it mainly through a career focus, but also, you know, just it's important to know what you like in order to live a life that you feel like you can enjoy. And um, the reason I thought of it with my brother is because he is he's looking for a house and he's looking for a house with three bedrooms. He's a bachelor. Hmm. Um, the reason he wants three bedrooms is if um, Justin or oops names. Question mark? I don't know. Didn't my say last. My, my, <laughs> didn't say last. My brother. Uh, uh, it's if my brother or I go without a home. Like something happens and we have to go without a home. He can house us. And it made me think about this career thing that I've um, had the opportunity to do. That was... It, it, it was simple. It was like it had a list of motivator, motivators and it said... What it, at what points do you think you've been the most fulfilled? And some of it was like caring for family or learning from experts or something like that. And where I put, or like having a family, being with your family, I going through that. I, I I'm sorry to say, my family didn't make it in the top five out of all my motivators. Mm-hmm. Like, cause there's just a lot. Like, there's a lot of them, and I. I love being the receptacle for which people can convey ideas. Like, I just love it. I listen to podcasts where it's just random idea after random idea. And I just have, I I find extreme value in just knowing a lot of things and a lot of things in depth. And for me, for, for my brother, family would have been like, that sounds like it's his number one. And, you know, you have to act in a way that, um, you can fulfill those needs, and here we go. Uh, part <laughs> of being adult, part of being an adult, is realizing the things that are important in your life and conveying them to other people, and living living as if those things are important to you. And you see, know, that, that's that's. I'm sorry. No, 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 please. That's that's one reason why the wrestling has really stuck to my mind. It's because, one, I feel like I'm decent at talking. And then I feel like I, I trust my abilities as far as, like, strength and, every, like, my athletic skill. Any athletic skill I might have. I still have a long ways to go, but I trust that, too. But my main motivator behind, behind that is, so I trust those, those two things. But the reason I want to do it is because I want to bring joy to people. I feel like that's my main, like you said earlier with that powerlifting guy, mm. that like his his reason to, for lifting was to talk about God and stuff to everyone, like get the message out there. I I feel like that's what my goal, my like why I'm here, is to make people happy, like bring joy, entertain them somehow, and I feel like that's the best way. That I could possibly do it, mm-hmm. because like even I think back to when I was in theater or musical, I'm a very physical actor. I'm a, like I'm a, I'm a physical person, so I feel like it just it's just a a fit. The Jack Black of Western Pennsylvania. <laughs> the Jack Black of Western Pennsylvania. If I sang some Tenacious D, you guys would just lose your mind. <laughs> but but yeah. I feel like that's a perfect fit. A perfect fit. I love it, and it's like, why not give give it a shot? You know, 
Even if I'm only doing, like, I'm like a weekend warrior with it. That's like my main mo- main motivator behind that. And also why I want to work for myself. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's that completely falls in line with what this was supposed to be about. Who knows? It's fine. It's fine. We're, it's we're calling case. it on, on the fly. Well, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, that's what happens when we don't have guests or... I yeah I just don't and we're live in person on a short note on a short notice yeah the most unedited podcast that we've ever done <laughs> yeah I mean it, yeah I don't I don't know what more I have to say um as far as being an adult goes but um yeah I'm just I I think uh, the future for me will be coming to terms with what my motivators are and figuring out how to do productive work and just where that takes me from there. Because I, I just, there's really, there's no way to tie this all together there. (laughs) That's that's as far as the podcast goes, but, um, that's fine. I just, (laughs) I mean, if if you got nothing else to say, I, I, we might be good. That's fine. I do. I want to finish with something lighter, though. Oh, I was just gonna. I was gonna talk about our uh, our upcoming guests, our wonderful guests we have scheduled. Yeah. Well. Oh uh, shoot! I I had some sort of like podcast admin item I wanted to think. I wanted to talk about. Go ahead. I I, I can't remember. <laughs> oh. Uh, goodness. Yeah. So as part of podcast admin, I guess. So. We really dived in to the George Floyd thing whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. And I've definitely heard that. And this is, this is going to go away from what we just talked about. I, I don't want to be covering the news every week. That's not, that's not my goal. I have thoughts about these things. And I really do get animated about how people are discussing these things. And I find myself in a lot of these situations playing aggressive middle ground on everybody Uh like as in like you know there's people who are on the protest movement that i do not like because they're talking about this in such uh such polarizing terms and there's people on the right of this that i don't like talking about it because they're talking about in such polarizing terms and i try to correct it wherever i see it not correct it but just like add some add some nuance to the conversation and uh the term I have coined for myself is aggressively middle ground. But, um, yeah, I, I don't want to be in the market of just trying to update that every week. And so I, I want to sort of do a kind of justification for the George Floyd podcast. I think it went fine. I think it, we discussed some ideas. And, you know, since we couldn't talk about it for three hours, we may have missed some things. Right. But... Overall, I'm pretty. How, how did you feel about it? I was pretty. I was pretty happy with it. I, I was happy with it. I mean, I. I there's definitely still a lot mm-hmm. that that we don't know that we've been learning. Like, I mean, that's what mostly everyone who's along with this Black Lives Matter movement, like the resurgence of it, is doing. They're trying to learn more, and we're seeing a lot more. And people, d- despite what you m- might see, people of all stripes are very 
in are on the side of reformation of the police community because of things like this like the overwhelming majority majority on uh republican democrat sides and but again there's some there's some voices on the fringes of either side and i think they're really getting to all of us and again i don't want to be in charge of trying to trying to right all wrongs here in the podcast and i don't want to be in charge of updating the news but at the same time one of the big things that was pointed out to us was not capitalizing on news like this and i do get that and if yeah. i if i honestly i i've had talks with myself i wish i knew activists who i could have here and talk to them comfortably right. but I don't, so we're going to do what we can. Yeah, and, it, and if anyone out there listening knows one, like, send them our way. We, we will be glad to talk with them, give them a platform, just try, just so we can try to understand and maybe and spread the message, try to get more people to understand, like, what's going on. Yeah, definitely. And I saw a lot of other... I What I really think is very helpful is other podcasts other platforms being like this is a time to listen to the voices of the minority creators or things like that mm. and i think that's very helpful and if I, again if i if i knew i don't i don't put myself i don't expose myself to my, that much content i don't really pay attention to um to who is making the content as long as it's content that i that I find informative, I will listen to it, but I, I couldn't give you any names of things I would recommend as far as minority content creators. But sort of, I wanted to give a short defense of the podcast in that I think we had the opportunity to give a fuller picture of either side. And since that wasn't being amplified, I, I, I personally felt comfortable trying to again amplify both sides and maybe add some nuance to the conversation as much as I could and I it wasn't it obviously wasn't a t an attempt to capitalize on right. the moment it's if we, ha we it had a weekly we had a weekly podcast and this was a huge thing that need that seemed like it needed discussed right so if, we, if something like that comes up we're we're definitely going to talk about it because well, for one, we need topics and <laughs> we need guests, but also it's it's important to it, it, this podcast isn't just for I'd say entertainment's sake. While we do try to entertain, we also we're we're learning at the same time. So by us doing this, we're also learning about the situations that are going on, learning about different events. So. Yeah, I, I, I guess it, an, it, I, I, an ideal situation for that would have been that discussion followed immediately by an activist or something. Right, and which we, we didn't have. Right, which yeah, we we're we're short staffed, but um, and we're looking we're, we're, we're looking trying for we're interns. Try, we're trying to rectify that. I we're gonna later in the week or not this week, but uh, later, I guess in the month, we're gonna have somebody to talk about it. Uh, who might? Who's a little bit steeped in it? I guess I'm steeped. You want to? You want to just go through the guests? Uh, we have. If we want to go through the guests, that's fine too. Yeah, we're we're 
I'd say we're nearing the end. Yeah. All right. So we do have three guests coming up in the following weeks. Next week, or yeah, yeah. So so next week, <laughs> next week we have longevity life program. Doogie and Chris are going to join us. Talk about some fitness. Talk about meal prep. The following week after that we have. I don't know if I should use his last name, although he's an author, so I assume he'd be okay with it. What I do you would think? just just say the first name first for now. Yeah. We have Logan on the following week. He's an auth- self-published author. He has a little business, and he's a biologist. And we might talk a little bit about sci-fi. And then the following week after that, we have a return guest. The first. The first return guest, besides Amy making her cameos. That's true. <laughs> Uh, Rachel is going to be back with us. Actually, the original return guest is me, as always. But what about me? You're the host. I'm the main obviously. host. Oh, okay. Oh, no. You let me talk a lot. So, <laughs> I, I, so whenever whenever we're talking to people, I feel like you lead the discussion, and it makes me feel like the we were talking about this before how the Saturday how the, how the night hosts. They have it's the night host. It's like Stephen Colbert or Jimmy Fallon, uh-huh. and then they all. Some of them have like a sidekick. I guess it, maybe not some of them. It, I'm thinking of Conan O'Brien. Yeah. He has that. He, he has that chubby, um, chubby no, dude. What's his name? <laughs> I know his name. Oh no! Oh no! Andy Richter. Andy Richter. Yeah. He's like the chub, he's the sidekick dude, and but he. So we were thinking Andy of like Andy Richter's great. Though. We could be we could be the first, just completely late night. Uh, completely equal co-hosting late night duo but so now that I'm reflecting on it I'm like I I don't I add a little bit to the interviews so it very much seems like you're the host but whenever it's just us you let me talk forever and so it's like (laughs) I'm getting interviewed (laughs) well I mean this this part the podcast was kind of centered around you being home so in a way you I guess you are the guest for this week Great to have. Great to be here. <laughs> Thanks for being here. This is this is is this our job? <laughs> I feel like this is technically a job that we don't get paid for. This is an extended internship. That's an important. That's you know, whenever you make a startup, you don't get paid for a year and a half or whatever. <laughs> you're not supposed to take a paycheck for a year and a half or whatever. Yep, something. Unless you're. Anyway, we have those guests coming up. What is Rachel actually going to talk about? I think uh, I interrupted you. Crap. She's going to be talking about being a minority in the United States. Yeah. So, that, again, the, again, our opportunity to sort of not rectify, because we didn't do anything wrong, but um, mm-hmm. uh, bolster our um, uh, the information we can spread on this. We will have Rachel back, and she'll be a huge resource to us. And uh, we appreciate her coming back later on. Uh, not that we talked yet, but uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah. As far as the admin goes, I'm pretty comfortable with that. Um, it's been good being home. It's <laughs> been good being home. All right. Uh, share the podcast. Like, like, what what we need a light thing. I guess that I feel that like was it was admin. pretty light. That was an admin, though. Who cares about You want to play patty cake? Ready? Uh, I'm serious. I know. I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. I'm being serious. I wanted to play patty cake. Uh, uh, so. 
<laughs> so it's 11 o'clock at night. Well, we forgot to preface our adult topic with... We love you, Daddy. We, mm, that's what your cup that's says. That's what my cup says. Um, <laughs> so what we forgot to mention, because this has been this podcast has been want for transitions that make sense, Yeah, is when we were starting our adult thing, we wanted to preface with, this is the first podcast that I have felt comfortable with. Since we're in person, we are now nursing adult drinks. <clears throat> and if you the, the ice we've been chewing has been scandalously um, <gasps> intermingled with uh, adult drinks. And, How could uh, we? Truly a scandal. But, um... And to... I guess we could talk about our favorite drinks. So, well, actually, I just had... A metaphor for what is going on, if you will. Okay. We're nursing these adult drinks in these glasses that I've had for several years from my childhood home. The McDonald's issue Shrek the Third glasses. One with donkey and the dragon with his donkey and dragon baby children. And the one where... Uh, Jesse's is, um... Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> Shrek. It's all over now. Oh, God. Yeah, so we've been nursing these. Um, our drink of choice for tonight... <laughs> Let me read it off. Is a classic... Classic. Re- reinvented, actually. Jameson Castmates finished in craft beer barrels Irish whiskey. This is stout edition, though, because there's an IPA edition. I don't know if I... Look, John Jameson signed it. Yo, he's dead, <laughs> I think. I don't know. That's, goes... that's special. Keep that bottle. Um, yeah, so... We forgot to preface that. Um... I still think the conversation. Do you want to do cocktail out. of quarantine? We really missed that boat, but um, uh, whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Personally, I don't like beer very much. I've tried it. Are you? Can you drink Yingling? I don't know if I've had. I think I've had it once. I still don't think I care for it. I. It's the oldest brewery in America. <laughs> I, I, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I like, I don't know, I like whiskey. A uh-huh. Jack and Coke, any whiskey in Coke, or in our case, Diet Pepsi right now. So boring. I'm trying to, I don't think that's it. I don't think what? we're going to get it. I, I'm, a, I'm a Diet Pop, I, to see how white bread I am, I'm a Diet Pop and whiskey kind of guy. Yeah, try that's and watch it. our figure. Trying to do some of that. <laughs> yeah, because, well, the alcohol is all sugar, so you might as well even it out with something. I don't know. That was an attempt at a light so, item. So here's another if you can, another fact for you. Is this going to lead into a light item part? Because I still have no idea where this is going. I thought we were just talking about alcohol at this point. Because I, I, I was going to say, um, I read that drink, like mixing a Diet Coke or a Diet something... Well, with an alcoholic drink, will get you drunk faster. Yeah, I mean, I don't uh, know how I don't know how it all works, but that's just what I that's that's what Uberfax said on Twitter. Uber, did you have to 
rideshare to get that fact. It's called Uber. It's Uber Facts. Have you never seen it? it yeah. So like Uber Eats. No, buddy. <laughs> Do they also drive you places? Yeah, they take you places. Should I should I share the story of the one time I almost peed in an Uber? <laughs> Do you want me to share that? that? Might, uh, That's a light story. Let's do. I, I like Uber stories because I've got sort. Let, let me start with mine because mine's kind of lame, but um, it, it was funny to me because I'm smart. No. Uh, <laughs> okay. Well, no, no, no. Uh, so we're riding this Uber. Um, we're riding from Georgetown University in the downtown DC. Um, nice. So we we attended a lecture at Georgetown, and uh, they were talking about. Uranium stuff, and that's why we went there. I, I obviously don't go to Georgetown, but um, I work on uranium stuff, so it was an opportunity to see a person talk about uranium. Cool, whatever. Um, so we were talking about the lecture afterward, and we were trying to get an Uber. We got in the Uber, and we were talking about uh, she's doing work on tetra or trivalent uranium, no, trivalent. Uranium that is an analog to uranium because the nit nitrogens that are bonded to it are double bonded in a way that is very similar to how oxygen double bonds to uranium. But since it's done in an air-free environment, it um, so you can test how nitrogen bonds to the uranium in a certain way. And we're having this conversation. I'm in with the you. Uber. Yeah, I understand. Perfect. I'm with you. And uh, we're having this conversation in the Uber, and the Uber driver's like, "Wow." Like, you guys must be really smart. And the uh, postdoc I work with was like, no, nah, we just do it all for show. <laughs> was, so that was just an Uber story, not even like an Uber drinking story. Because mine's an Uber, Uber drinking story? No, no. It, oh, okay. It's just Uber stories. So mine was one time I went up to Cleveland, met up with, with a guest we had on here before, Alex. He talked about... Um, IT, IT and um, AI with us. Me and him went out clubbing. Clubbing. It was the first time I ever like went. It was actually the first time I ever went to a bar. Hmm. And I mean, a we, bar even? No, not a bar. To, a club. No, a bar to drink. Shorties. I never went to Shorties to, to drink. Okay, fine. We're fine. I've I've been to, fine. Yeah. Okay. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. We we went to three bars that night. One was like a real big one. Oh, so you hopped? Yeah, we we um. That's pretty. It. That's pretty fun. I've only done it once, but that's it's not. I, it's kind of fun. I didn't super care for it. It's not something I am gonna ever go out of my way to do again. Mm -hmm. But we went to that. We went to one place. It was a big bar. Then we went to another one, which was a rooftop bar. It was pretty pretty crowded. There was like a VIP section. It was the first time I saw one of those. Oh. I was so out of my element. I was just like, look at all these people. And I was like, I'm a little drunk. <laughs> and I was like, I'm just kind of standing here next to Alex, not just talking to him, not knowing what to do. Ah, uh, high school. We were, <laughs> it was not high school. Well, you know, I was, standing in a corner next to the person you know. Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I'm in Cleveland with one guy I know. <laughs> I'm not going anywhere else. And then, so we met up with this one guy. His name was... Uh, what was his name? It wasn't. It, it was a really interesting name. Z Zeon. Zeon. Mm -hmm. Zeon. I don't know. Uh, Z E O N. You're looking at me like I said no. I, I know. I think his name was Zeon, and I thought Alex knew him, 
And he's like, yeah, we're going to go down to the, um, um, oh, oh, what was the bar called? Uh, I can't remember it. I made a YouTube video about this this whole trip. Oh, so we'll find that. So you you can I'll share that. Probably in the show notes or whatever. Uh, anyway, we went went to this this bar. I thought it was gonna be like our it was our last stop, and I was like, okay, it's like one one thirty two o'clock in the morning now. I was like, I'm I'm pretty tuckered out. I want to go home, and I'm constantly having to pee at this point. We go to this other bar, and I'm thinking, okay, we can just sit down. Relax. There's been a lot of loud music. This place is an actual club. <laughs> we're, we're down in like a basement, and it's just packed with people. I'm, I'm nursing Red Bulls and vodka the whole time. One dude is on his way out. He's like, hey, you guys want, want these Bud Lights? And I'm like, sure, man. <laughs> Don't worry. The lid that we knew was still, I'm fine now. <laughs> The lid, like the lids were still closed, so oh, I, God. I mean, I, I drank them. Anyway, I'm I'm feeling at this point I'm not out of my mind, and finally we're leaving, and he's calling an Uber. We're outside waiting. I did not know where the bathroom was inside that club, that like club, so I didn't get to use it. Now we're standing outside in town waiting for our Uber, and I'm like, dude, I really gotta be. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's like, I, and he's like, just, just wait. We're only, my house is only ten minutes away. I was like, okay, how long is the Uber gonna be? He's like, <laughs> he's like, probably, he said it's another fifteen minutes. And I was like, I don't know, I can wait that long. <laughs> and so I'm looking around on the sidewalk. There's an alley behind us. I was like, is the guy going there? <laughs> and he said, he's like, no, you can't go in there. And I was like, Alex, you don't understand. I really gotta go. <laughs> Cleveland, man. How bad could it be? Well, there was there were cops like out, like out right next to us, like directing people because this is a big bar area. And so finally, the Uber arrives, and he pulls in, and we we get in the car, and I look at Alex, and I'm almost have tears in my eyes because I really try not to pee. And we're driving, and I'm pinching the hairs on my arms and legs, <laughs> so I don't, so I don't pee in this guy's car. Oh my goodness! And I, I remember he took a wrong turn. <laughs> he missed his exit on the highway, and I, I was literally sweating. <laughs> this was the worst time. And we finally we get to the bottom of Alex's apartment. And I'm thinking, there's no way I'm going to make it upstairs in time. I was ready to go in the bushes as soon as we got out. Uh, but I ended up, I ended up, didn't, I didn't make it. And, uh, yep. That's, I feel like that's a good story. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I, I did it. I, I, I did not want to interrupt you. But this reminds me so much of the time. You're a We were driving home from a golf course, literally five minutes away from home. He was like, dude, we gotta pull over now. And, then, and then we had to stop at a Dunkin' Donuts off the exit of the highway. And you went to the bathroom. Yeah. And all was well. <laughs> that that wasn't the worst time, <laughs> but I I really had to go, and it was you funny because sure uh, Nathan he he was a cop, 
at the time. He was a cop at the time, wasn't he? He was, yes. And he, and he said, dude, don't be in my car. Like, I already had one guy do that this past week or something. Good Lord. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Always, that's why... Congrats on his second baby. Oh, he has a second baby? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. I want to have him. I'm going to call him. Yeah. Anyway, the moral of the story is use the bathroom anytime you get the chance. Anytime. We'll see you next week. <laughs>Thank you for listening to the J&J Connection podcast. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast, please. And we are available wherever you get your podcast from. Don't, don't forget to follow us on social media. We're on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and we're on Gmail. And you can find all those links below in our description. And please remember, do not two ice cubes. It's bad for your teeth.